your local tyre power. Holiday getaway sale. Get four for the price of three on Falcon Wild Peak all-terrain tyres. Mourn Team Hyundai at Port Adelaide. All your family needs in a vehicle built for tomorrow, that's here today. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! Three minutes past eight on SENSA Breakfast. We're waking up to the news that Adelaide United's next story, Irin Kunda, will be with the Reds until the conclusion of the A-League men's season. Then he's off to Germany to play for Bayern Munich. It's an amazing achievement, not just for the 17-year-old, but also for Adelaide United. Congratulations for getting the the deal done. What we thought we'd do, Bix, is chat to someone who's had some experience of playing top flight football and can give us a really good insight. Speaking of which, you can watch every UEFA Champions League, Europa League and Conference League on Stan Sports. Sign up now at stan.com.au slash football. Matches return next week on the 25th of November as we say good morning to football legend Mark Bosnich. It's uh, it's a great day for football in Australia, Bozza, but also with the largest transfer fee here in the country. It's brilliant for Nestori Irinkunda. Well, it is. Good morning to you both and good morning to, to everyone listening. It, it is. It really is fantastic news, well, specifically for the, for the young boy. Um, you know, when you're talking about uh, finishing schools for the top young talents, Bayern Munich is right up there. So um, he'll have a fantastic time. He'll, he'll gain that confidence going forward in his career, no matter what happens, that... You know, he's been at one of the big clubs. He's seen how it's done. He would have, he will, in my opinion, train uh, with some of the, the top players in the world. And that does an amazing thing for your confidence going forward. And you mentioned about the, the transfer fees. And, and that's, that's really good news for Australian football. Um, right at this moment in time, they're, they're suffering a challenging time uh, in the A-League. And the more of these young boys that we can develop and sell, the better it will be for all the clubs involved. Obviously, the players benefit as well. Everyone does. Mark, you are in a a really sort of good position to be able to talk about what it's like. Uh, I think I read as a 17-year-old, you went to Man United. What are some of the challenges uh, when you have to move away so young and go to a a behemoth of a club like that? Yeah, 16. I was 16. 16. Um, Look, I always always counted myself a little bit more fortunate that I went to a country that was uh, a little bit more similar to Australia, and that, especially in terms of the language. So you'll have to learn the language. So that's another challenge on top of that. Uh, the, the biggest challenge is, is being away from family. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, when you've got that family uh, unit to rely on, you know, when you come home from training, when, you know, things will, be, will go up and down. Uh, that is a big plus. So um, you have to sort of, you know, basically... You know, you have a, like a, you make a surrogate family, whether it be uh, boys that you're staying together with at, at digs, or whether it be the landlady at the place that you're staying with. So that would be the biggest challenge. The other challenge will be the weather. Uh, the mm. food is fantastic in Germany, there's no doubt about that. And as a place, it's a fantastic place. But the weather will be a shock um, when when it comes. Well, in, in a month's time, pretty much. Although in Germany they do have a small winter break still. The weather will come to shop, but he'll be he'll get used to it. Um, and and like I said, the massive advantage is that regardless, you know, sometimes you know when you're at these top clubs, the rate of players going through to the first team is very low. There's no doubt about that. But what it does do, it gives you a great stepping stone. So even if you have to take a step back to go back and then forward, you've always got that base to know that you've been with and around the best. And he will have opportunities. There will be opportunities throughout the season that. Um, to train um, with with the first team, and like I said, when you when you have that in your mind that I know I've done it, I've seen them. They're great, yes, but they're not superhuman. It gives you a wonderful set of confidence going forward. 
Boz, it, it feels like they've been after him for a pretty long time and now the deal's finally yep. been done. But uh, we've had a lot of texts coming in using the, the likes and comparisons of Daniel Azani where he went over uh, to Europe and was loaned out straight away. But the perception we get yep. here in South Australia is that the intention for Bayern Munich is to actually have Nesta there uh, to develop him to play for Bayern Munich as opposed to getting him and loaning him out. Yeah, well, that's the impression I, I get as well. But, you know, a lot of things can happen, both good and bad. So, you know, and the most important thing for him is, is not to give up. No matter what happens, no matter how down you feel, um, sometimes all it is is just a bit of homesickness or, or something like that, just to keep going. And, and Bayern Munich plus scouts in Germany and all over the world have really descended upon Australia, especially in these last, you could say, three years for, for both men and women because they've seen their performances at the World Cup and they realise as well here that in terms of the market price, that you get players very, very cheap in comparison that you get them from, especially from Europe as well. But it's a wonderful achievement because someone like Bayern Munich have a choice of youngsters from all around the world. Their mere name is enough for, for youngsters and their parents to go, oh, wow, it's Bayern Munich, you know, as, as you see now with, with the, the effect that it has on him signing. So it is a wonderful achievement because, like I said, they have a choice. And there's another young Australian boy there as well, the goalkeeper, Anthony Pavlicic. Uh, Saprit Singh, who used to play uh, in New Zealand, he went there for a while. So, um, like I said, there are scouts here for both men and women because they've seen all around the world. I, I can't tell you the amount of calls that I have from people everywhere, including Germany, to say, what about this player? What about that player? And all that. So um, the, the eyes, the eyes are on here, and, and like I said, that's number one because of the talent, or they wouldn't look here in the first place. But number two, because of the fact that they know that they can get them relatively cheap, and give them a chance of playing, you know, in in what is the mecca of football in Europe. Mm, yeah, it's an amazing opportunity. What about the the Socceroos tomorrow night? Looking forward to that match. Yeah, they're they're starting. Look, I think it would be an easy match. Mm. I think they're playing against. I think it's Bangladesh, so they're, they're starting again. Uh, on their road to um, to 2026, um, Graham Arnold I think will equal or, or better um, the amount of times that somebody has coached the national team, which is a wonderful achievement. And uh, and you know, this, looking for you don't want to underestimate or disrespect the opposition, but these games should be pretty much straightforward uh, in this first part of World Cup qualifying. And then it gets more interesting during the second round, as we know from the last time. But the big difference if, for people who don't know this time is. Eight teams qualify from Asia because it's now 48-team World Cup. So really, it shouldn't be no problem um, uh, to be sure that uh, we're one of those eight teams to qualify for a World Cup, which is very important. Um, you know, out of 211 leagues around the world, you have to say only five, really. That's the, the, I'm, I'm being generous to the French League. The French League, uh, obviously the Bundesliga in Germany, La Liga in Spain, Syria in Italy, and the Premier League. Everyone sort of you know, tries to draw themselves towards those leagues. But it's a wonderful opportunity uh, for the national teams. And you see how it's becoming closer and closer. You saw that in the last World Cup, um, to put themselves on the world stage. And the fact that they've got 48 teams now, I think, is a really good idea. It's the right time because the standard has improved all over it. And, you know, really, when you've got 211 nations playing the game, I think it's only fair that a quarter go to the, to the big dance.
Just before we let you go, Mark Bosnich, and we appreciate your time, the UEFA Champions League, uh, the, the great thing about doing yep. breakfast radio is the fact that there's games on whenever we're speaking in the morning, which is wonderful. Mm. But having a look at the tables, I mean, there's certainly um, the Ange factor not being part of Celtic anymore because they're sitting at the bottom of Group E, but some of the other teams are really flexing their muscles, including the club that Nestori Aaron Kunda's going to end up going to as well, Bayern Munich. So um, the big teams oh. are doing well with some surprises. Oh, they are. They are. Bayern Munich are, are, are through, um, and, and all the other groups. Arsenal looking good in Group B. Real Madrid are through already. Uh, group D, Real Sociedad, Inter look as though they're through. Um, group B, uh, Atletico Madrid, Lazio, and final. You mentioned Celtic. They're already out. Celtic haven't won a game in the Champions League since 2017, so um, they're, they're having a tough time of it. But the big group, really. I mean, Manchester City are through. Um, Barcelona had a bit of a slip up last time for the last group, but Group F which was named mm. the group of death beforehand. That is really where it's going to, you know, it's going to be really, really exciting. So you've got Borussia Dortmund, uh, PSG um, from France, uh, AC Milan and Newcastle, and Dortmund on seven, PSG six, Milan five, Newcastle four. So that's going to be absolutely huge going into the last two match days to see who will qualify from that group. Um, and this is the last season as well when we're going to have uh, eight groups of four. Um, so... Uh, hopefully it, uh, it, it'll be nice and exciting because from next season onwards, there'll be extra teams in the Champions League as well. It'll be f- um, four groups of nine. So um, really looking forward to that. We'll start that in two weeks' time. The last two match days are coming up. They'll be finished. We'll know who will be in the knockouts by mid-December. And the teams that finish third um, will go into the second-tier competition in the Europa League. Mark, we really appreciate your time this morning. Anytime, guys. Great to speak to you. 12 minutes past eight. Mark Bosnich there. And don't forget, you can watch every UEFA Champions League, Europa League and Conference League on Stan Sports. Sign up now, stan.com.au slash football. Matches return next week. Bix, next we're going to talk about the good stuff.